Hello and welcome to another jam-packed episode of BJJ's Board Game Alliance. We're on number 72, and I am your host, Joey, meticulously memeing most monumental moments. These, yes! Wow. Ah! Ah! Wow. I win. You tried. You tried. <laughs> you tried, Sean. I saw the look <laughs> on your face, but you couldn't do it today, could you? Uh, That's right. You. Oh, we're starting out the show strong. And of course, next to me is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? We're starting out the stow strong? Show stow. Stow. My stove's on? Does this count? This counts. Well, those sorts <laughs> of win for us. No, no it doesn't saying. count. Oh, oh no. Ha ha! <laughs> Sean Epperson of Think 12 Games, the uh, nemesis is here. Oh, hey, hey. And Vicky Barcelona. Hi. Vicky Hello. I'm still going good. Josh, how can the Love of the Geek Nationals get a hold of us? Ah, uh, go to bjgeeknation.com and get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links. And more. I really do love more. Search for Facebook. Uh, well, you can search for Facebook. You'll find it pretty quickly, in which you can search for BJ Geek Nation. Also on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes. Ah, that's awesome. Guys, I talked about it being jam-packed. Why is it jam-packed? Because we played so many board games that, well, my head is spinning. What were those board games? Well, we were at Zulus. You guys were a flying frog, and I believe even more. Yeah, we've been. Lots we've more. had. We've had quite a few busy weekends over the last month. <laughs> and when I say busy, I mean I was in a chair eating Cheez-Its, drinking soda, and rolling dice, and eating cupcakes. <laughs> well, I was. Ooh, cupcakes! Yes, the cupcakes were delicious. But the cookies with the frosting for the cupcakes was also delicious. Side note, hack for when you do board game events at your house. If you're going to make cupcakes, don't ice your cupcakes. One, it's going to save you the trouble. And two, people can add the icing themselves. They can add as much or as little as they would like. And then they can add it on other stuff. And you just save yourself like 25 minutes of trying to ice cupcakes. It was quite amazing. I, <laughs> I, en- I endorse this endeavor. Sorry if the frosting was gone. So R.I.P. Cupcakes. <laughs> but guys, uh, Flying Frogs, a uh, local gaming production company, mm-hmm. uh, was so kind enough to host the lovely BJ among other great friends, including, I believe, BJ himself. Yeah. So we, we do it like about a year, once or twice a year, we try to get together and just in like a non-work thing, just get together and play games because we... We're all really, really busy, but we like hanging out with each other. We want the chance to play games. We all like hanging out with ourselves, our friends, and then sometimes BJ. <laughs> yes. And we played a few games, and BJ may or may not have been the target of said games, if you guys saw on our Instagram. And he was quite literally the target. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we did start off when we got there, um, and I'm totally blanking on the name, Magic Maze, I believe, Yes, is the game we started off playing. And if you heard on the last episode of the podcast, I kind of teased it. So it, basically, you guys, we are all going to go on a quest. But before we go on a quest, we need weapons. But we need money to get weapons. But we need to go on a quest to get money to get these weapons. So what do we do? We go into a mall and steal the weapons. That is yeah. basically... The weapons are at the mall. Yeah. So we go into a mall and we each get a different card, which tells us which direction we can go in. There's multiple players on the board, but we all have to work together and move the players where we need them to go. So in my direction, I can only go, let's say, south. So I can only move players south. Another player can only move west or whatever. And so you're trying to get to certain spots. The kicker, you can't talk. At all. You cannot communicate with each other. You cannot point... What? You cannot, no. You only get this little this little dial, or not dial, but this little, uh, 
I don't know what would you call it marker. Uh, yeah, marker. Like, it's a big one. Yeah, like a, a wooden. It almost looks like a stamp gamble. without a stamp. Yeah. Um, and so when it's somebody's turn and they're not seeing it, that they need to make a move, you put it in front of them. Oh, okay. That at least allows a little bit of communication. Small, yeah, but, small amount. But the problem is they're saying, do your thing. And you're sitting you're here like, like what, is, what do I have to do? Like, which, which one, where? Oh, gosh. You get that nervous, like, mm-hmm. I have to move. On top of this, you have three minutes. Ah, that's enough minutes for... Things to go chaotic. No. <laughs> so in order to get more time, they do have s- certain spots with like the little uh, hourglass. Once you hit that spot, you flip the hourglass over so you get more time. Obviously, you want to wait until you're almost out of time so you get the full three minutes. This is the time where you can talk. So if you have any strategies like, look, okay, we need to do this, 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 let's go here. But you are wasting precious time. Uh, but in, So the second you move a player or move a piece... It's silence again. So how many weapons did you guys get? Well, also when you flip that timer and you're done talking, you also rotate that one direction you can go. So now you have a new direction. Oh, so you have great. to remember you're going in a different direction. And some of these direction cards also have other tasks to do. So some will help you go up escalators because malls are not just one floor. No, um, not the good ones. <laughs> another one. Uh, once you get to a certain spot, that player, have you have a little magnifying glass adds a room to your mall. Ooh. So adds a square. So you have to be aware if you have the little hour or the uh, magnifying glass, you have to be adding squares around so you can explore more places so you can get what you need because you need to make it bigger. I'd be going straight to the Sears <laughs> store. I hear they have some great weapons there. <laughs> great deals. You know, they're going out of business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So did you guys actually get weapons? What happened? We I, got all the weapons. Yes. And we... We were all looking at the door. Yes. We were... We almost made it. <laughs> so close. You got caught by the mall security? I mean, just about. You Paul know, we Blart. ran out of time. He gotcha. Yep. Paul Blart got us. Uh, but that wasn't Vicky's favorite part. No. My Vic- favorite part. When they told us, they were explaining the rules, they told us the part where you can't say a word at the very end of the explanation. And I just screamed effing finally <laughs> because bj had to shut the hell up oh, and he God. was not happy about it i love it i mean if and he is not a big fan of cooperative games as it is because there's typically an alpha when you're playing pandemic especially if you don't if one player knows how to play better than the others and the other guys are noobs one player takes over and tells you what how to play the entire yeah, game. yeah yeah i can see that i like to when i play pandemic i like to make sure i'm like okay whatever you want to do you pick you know make sure that the betas do what they want to do no this is not a game where you can really have an alpha. No, it's it's really hard pressed. They did a good job coming up away. How do you silence the alpha? <laughs> Just silence, silence everyone. The alpha. Silence everybody. <laughs> um, but what did you guys think? I thought it was really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I am not great at this game. I keep like I'm so busy like trying to map the maze that the time is just going away and I'm not doing anything and everybody's slapping that thing in front of me like, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, and the, the, we think we played the easier version, right? Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two versions. There's like the beginner version and there's the more complicated one, which I believe the more complicated one is that everyone has to, we all try to exit out of the same exit. And in the more complicated one, you have to exit according to your color. Oh my God. So you have to find the exit with your color and get there. I bet that would not have happened. And it's I mean there it, are it, little warps so you can, you know, and tunnel then, through. You got to you got to keep in mind it's not really your color. You're all trying to mm-hmm. get all four to their destinations. Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't played it yet. No. Oh, oh, yeah, um, he came late. Yeah. You <laughs> came late? <laughs> Sean, how dare you? You didn't get to exit out of the blue door. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I think it was Purple Door but that we uh, played. the <laughs> Purple Door. Uh, I think it's one of those He's games if you have friends over and they're kind of into gaming but not super big nerdy board gamers, I think they might find this fun. Like, this could be a fun party game just... Especially if they like to use their brains, it, it's it's a lot of fun because then there's all that discussion after the timer. It's just like ah. You know what's funny when when you're an older gamer, and I just mean maybe over twenty or even twenty five, right? Being silent is a lot more of like a, a a punishment, almost as a task. But when you see like children who are like you know between eight and fifteen be silent, it's almost like exciting for them because they're like, oh, we have to be silent. You it's think like, we can do it? You know, yeah. It's yeah. exciting for their parents too. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with kids. guaranteed. Josh's like, I got a two hour game for you guys, and you can't say a word. But don't worry, it's part of the game. It's called Josh's game. As a parent to BJ Shea, <laughs> yes, I can agree. Uh, but I mean, that's the kind of game I realize that I actually really enjoy because I love playing Splendor for the very reason that nobody talks. It's not that you can't talk. is that you're so concentrated on making your moves that you don't really end up talking to anybody. And I kind of like that idea of just concentrating, actually thinking, having a task, goal, and then just doing it. Yeah, my favorite part about games like that, like you were saying, like Splendor, is when everyone's going for, like, in any game, really, one specific card, or they don't know, right? And it's kind of silent, and you're all building your resources. And then, like, the turn before you're going to get the card, Some- someone buys the card, and you just look at me and go, You son of a bitch! It's like, <laughs> I love that you can still talk, and you can still cuss people out, but there's no negotiating, which I think is what also BJ didn't like. It's like, there's no, you know, heckling anybody. It's just go. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty cool. So that was just one. I assume you guys play <laughs> infinite board games. Well, I got to play one with uh, Joey. Oh, hey, that's me. We hey, got yep. to play Tiny Epic Mix. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I played this a lot this weekend. I played it at Zulu's with you. I played it at Fourth of July with the kids. I played it at a game night last night. I love Tiny Epic Mix. I really enjoyed it. I got to tell you. So for those of you who don't know, Tiny Epic kind of creates these games that come in a small little box. And they're very portable. What they could probably fit into an Altoids container or something like that, or maybe no, a little no, bit no, bigger, no, bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but pretty similar to be quite honest. I mean, it's the size of you would expect your uh, maybe your car book to be. You know, not very bigger yeah. than that. Very small. It's like a VHS tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just maybe even smaller than that. I sometimes. feel like we're dating ourselves. Uh, well. VHS <laughs> tape. It's like Tiny Epic Games. Shit, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's smaller than your Chromebook, kids. No, yeah. <laughs> it's half the size of your iPad. I- iPad Mini size. There you okay, go. Okay, there you okay, go. It's an iPad Mini. So first of all, you get to build a mech, and I'm telling you, you get to build it. You get to pick out your guns. You get your little power suit. You can get into a bigger mech. The game is awesome. It, essentially, it's very simple. It's just 16 tiles or 20 tiles, and. You essentially program your turn. You like kind of control your little <laughs> mech like a battle bot. You program your turn, and then you try to fight people's mechs. And sometimes you get to use all your cards. <laughs> okay, this is pretty funny. The <laughs> yeah. amount of times that we had to not redo, but we got knocked out of our turn or got lost a fight and then like had to stare at our cards and go, oh, God, I have to replay my cards again? Oh, well, no. When you, get, when you retreat or get KO'd or knocked out of a mech, you go into ad hoc mode. So you don't have to run your program anymore. You can now pick any card, even cards you've already played. Hmm. So there's an advantage there to you're not just going to get spawn killed because you do, if you die, you respawn at your base. Okay. If you get knocked out, you just go somewhere adjacent. And if their program, which still runs, hops them forward, they can really do some damage on you. 
So they balance that out by you can do whatever you want as, as long as you don't start a battle on the first ad hoc. I yeah, feel like was this, a, this is a Sean thing, right? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, get, I get to play one round of this uh, with it. And Josh is like, here, here, take my round. I did terrible, but uh, I love programming games. And that idea of being able to like switch up your program, all of a sudden you're like, wow, that kind of opens things up again. Yeah, it's very interesting too because for those of you who don't play, there's more of a it's, a it's a spatial game for sure because you have to see exactly where your unit's going to go and where other people's units are going to go because if I'm moving to the right and someone's moving to the left, well, I might hit them and then have to fight, which is kind of the cool idea because you're trying to place mines and bases to get resources. And it's incredibly complex for how small of a game it is and how much thinking that goes into it. Because that's what I always assume. When you see a small box, you think 30-minute game, probably going to do one or two things, and then we're going to repeat, and it's going to kind of be like a computer collect kind of a game. This game, on the other hand, was think about 10 turns ahead of what you're going to do because you're going to have to move your guy a bunch of times or switch moving your guys. And the amount of times we screwed up placing our cards was incredible. (laughs) Well, what was great is actually Joey figured out real quick the Mighty Mech, the biggest mech you can get in. You can't upgrade it anymore, and you can't heal it. So you're it's basically you're in it until you get knocked out. So hmm. he really quickly figured out, well, this thing's job is to run around and stomp everybody else's buildings. Yeah, absorb damage. But while you're taking damage, you're taken out of the people's minds and turrets, which is robbing them of anywhere from one to six points per item and that's a <laughs> lot of points to have wiped off the board in one person's turn oh it was crazy it was so fun i got right into the mighty mech immediately switched because it has two different powers you can use uh one's more of an attack one's more of a movement i chose the movement blasted myself to the other side of the map and just ran through all of joss's buildings and blew my <laughs> mech up <laughs> which worked out really well until bj came killed me mm. josh killed me got in my mighty mech and started attacking me i still love <laughs> Mr. 19 points in one turn. That's true. I did have a sweet 19-point turn, but can you believe this? We somehow let BJ win. Ah, boo. (laughs) I blame Sean. I wasn't there for the last turn. (laughs) Sean, why? (laughs) I had very little points. (laughs) Uh, It's, I mean, I got to tell you, in terms of creativity, this game is right up there. I think that I have not played a whole lot of programming games where you program your turn out beforehand and then kind of move something around. I know they exist, but for the amount of complexity, the box, the cost, I mean, you're not going to get a better game. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. That one's by Gambling Games. Tiny Epic Mechs. And the Meeples, boys. The Meeples. Meeple. Uh, and <laughs> item Meeples. Yes. You, you, you plug. They, they don't, you don't need them, but a Meeple holding a sword and a grenade launcher is yes. a wonderful thing. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and he goes into the Big Mech. Your small Meeple gets to get into the Big Mech. And then you're the Super Meeple. <laughs> Oh, I realized that uh, we actually did play a game that's going to really, really surprise Joe because even I played it. I played one of those bluffing games. What? Yeah. I think you hate those games. I really do. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't bluff. I don't like bluffing. I'm uh, lying. No! She's <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's just so much arguing. And then BJ likes to make alliances and then break alliances. So, it was, uh, But I actually am like, well, you know what? Everyone's playing it. And it seems like a quick one. And we act, uh, we played dead last when we were at Flying oh, Frog. Yeah. And there's a pretty big group of us. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you guys have uh, checked out our Instagram and Facebook page, you will see that everyone on one turn just without, there was very little deliberation. <laughs> I, it was such a big table that half the table would talk amongst themselves and the other half would talk amongst ourselves. And it was basically like an us versus them mentality until we've knocked one side of the table out 
and then those people knock themselves out. Straight up survivor. Basically. Um, yeah, BJ was green on one round. Everyone voted for him because I guess oh, they yeah. wanted him to shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least that's yeah. why I voted for him. <laughs> well, well, we had an oracle from the other side. Sean yes. was texting the whole table. Yes, he was. Yeah, so. just one's interesting. Cheating, too, sometimes. Cheating is Dead actually guys. a thing that you are legitimately allowed to do in the game. Not, not. I didn't mean actually cheating. You were well, dishonest with me is what I yes. meant to say. Yes. <laughs> so you can, any way that you can give information to someone is free to do so. So you can, I was texting people, uh, sending them information via Facebook Messenger, and then I would... Maybe not do what I said I was going to do to <laughs> trick them. <laughs> it's, well, once we all listened to you, wink, wink, and got rid of you. Yes. Yeah. Sneaky, and everyone's sneaky, like, Sean. nope, nope, you screwed us over. We all conspired against him. Oracle's dead. Uh, but it's cute because it is bluffing, but it's you're kind of in a team, but you're not. So you just kind of play it by ear. And if you get knocked out, it's not the end of the world. You're going to get back up and just. A turn. I like the idea of you have to be cooperative, but everyone's out to backstab each other. Yes. Because well, it's so many good board game experiences, so many experiences <laughs> in the game, yeah. Even during the rules explanation, I rolled behind BJ, and he was talking about who, how you play, and you vote for somebody, and I was pointing at him. Yeah. So the whole table for the first game. We almost got the all green on the first round, but <laughs> I think somebody wasn't listening. Yep. Nope. Uh, but the the idea of the game is if you vote for somebody and nobody else votes for them, you get out. You get oh. knocked out. Yeah, if I they believe. don't if the person who has the majority is not the person you picked, you're out. Yes. So let's say ten of us and uh, eight of us voted for green and you voted for red. Well, you're out. Or there's two of you that voted for red. You're both you're out. out? Oh, man. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get out quick. And then, like, everyone, it takes turns until how you can, everyone can be out if everyone well, were to pick a different one. See, that's a great thing. Everybody voted for BJ. Well, the thing is, normally you can kind of get a feel for that. You can look around the table and be like, oh, I'm definitely a target. And you can play your ambush card. So had everybody voted for him and had he played his ambush card, he wouldn't have been out and he'd get to knock out one of the people that voted for him. This mm -hmm. literally sounds like Survivor. I'm loving yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think you would actually very much enjoy this game. It plays t how many? 10, 11, 12? I think we were playing 12. Yeah, That's a huge game. Yeah, I think yeah, it goes to 12. And I think we still had like two cards, one or two cards left yeah. colors. So it plays quite a few people. So it's a good for a party game. Whether you're an experienced gamer or not, uh, I would play this again. It sounds like a very chill. fun game to watch, too. That way, when you get knocked out, it's not boring. No. Yeah. And it was funny because some people were still flashing their cards even though they were out and BJ wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> He's like, what? I thought you were going to vote for him. He's like, I'm out. I'm not going to vote for anybody. I can't <laughs> vote for anybody. And that's the best kind of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, just because of watching everyone's dynamic. <laughs> I bet a beverage or two probably doesn't hurt when you're playing this game, you know? Oh, yeah. The yeah. more animated, the better in that game. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was funny because BJ's like, man, you're my man. It's like, no, he's not your man because you just double-crossed him. And because you're trying to make an alliance with me, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to kill your man. Yep. Well, oh. it's that thing where BJ decides you're on his team where you had no part of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Joe, you're my man. You've been the yeah. man. We're on a team. We know. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> when did we become allies? Why was I not informed? Because there's attacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, you do end up gaining gold, and you don't know how much the gold is worth because it's all face down until you pick it up. Hmm. Whoever reaches a certain amount. I think 24. 24, yeah. And then you oh. lay them all out, and however much everybody has. 
determines winner for second, third place. Well, that kind it of sounds thing. like a great little game to intro next time, maybe when we're playing. All right, well, I'm into it. Uh, one last game I would like to talk about real quick before we get to the quick starter with Sean mm-hmm. Epperson. Uh, we got to play a game we actually talked about on Kickstarter, I believe, a couple weeks ago, Cover Your Kingdom. Mm. And you guys might remember this because of the awesome Bragan and yes. all the also <laughs> other cool oddly Cyclops. named the Vulcant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we got to finally play this game, and it's a pretty simple card drafting game in which, similar to Uno, you want to cl- or not Uno, similar to Go Fish or something, you want to click two of a kind, really, so you can protect your cards. Because what you're trying to do is recruit uh, units to your kingdom. Uh, at two and a cut two at a time, you can get more, but I think two is probably the right way you should go in this game because people are trying to steal your critters from your kingdom. And <laughs> let me tell you, Sean did a lot of stealing, <laughs> living up to his name. I mean, it, fun game. But Sean, how did you manage to crush everyone so easily? I <laughs> uh, it was careful planning, just watching what people were playing and like keeping cards in my hand. Like, okay, I can uh, blow this away from Joey and then like steal this other big huge stack of points from him. So you got lucky. Oh no, it was skill, baby. No, it was off skill. I don't believe it. <laughs> Pure skill. No, this game is so great. Uh, and it's by Grandpa Beck's Games. Uh, they funded it on Kickstarter. They crushed it on Kickstarter. Uh, so that's definitely going to be coming out for people to be able to buy. Um, until then, uh, they, Grandpa Beck's actually has a bunch of other games that e- easily get on uh, Amazon, like uh, Cover Your Assets, which is basically the precursor for Cover Your Kingdoms. Yeah, and they we have got the great rundown uh, from them, and actually a lot of their games are some of the highest-rated card games on Amazon and all those lovely board game geek sites and all that, which I thought was crazy because, of course, I mean, I've heard of the games, but I'm a board game noob. You know, I haven't had the luxury of playing all of these lovely games that you guys have, but from what I could tell, it seemed pretty cool and quick, easy to learn, good art, it's funny. It was interesting how he described the game as almost telling its own story while you're playing it, so so that you're not you know, like bored waiting for people to play their turns because every card is unique and funny and actually has like different art on every card that has something going on based on the other cards. Yep. I mean, so much cool design went into this game, but on the surface, it's easy to pick up and play. But I'll tell you, you get a couple rounds into that game and you realize that it is not easy to keep your kingdom full of critters. <laughs> people really do a good job of trying to steal your stuff. So you got to cover your kingdom. But uh, we also got a little a sneak peek into what might be happening later on in their development in their game. And I got to tell you, with the quick starter goals included, if you back it up all the way, you're going to get some really cool additions and a lot more depth in terms of point collection, which I thought was really cool because right now we play the base game where everyone's doing the same objective. Later on, you might be getting you know individual tiles or characters that have special abilities or might give you bonuses. So really looking forward to seeing what that uh, turns out to be later on. And hopefully get another copy. Who knows? Who knows? You know, quick Kickstarter gets it to you eventually, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving along, though, we do need to get to other amazing Kickstarters with the Kickstarter with Sean Epperson. Sean. So first we're going to cover the Isle of Cats. Uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) This is by City of Games, uh, the designer of City of Kings. So he's got a bit of a track record there. It was a really popular game. Uh, City, uh, sorry, the Isle of Cats is a one to four player game. Uh, If you add in the expansion, you can go up to six players. Plays in 60 to 90 minutes. Now, in this game, what you're basically trying to do is rescue cats uh, from the evil lord Vesh. And by rescuing these cats, you're going to be placing them on this uh, ship that you have. 
Uh, all the cats are these crazy um, polyomino shapes. Think uh, think Tetris, if you will. Oh, okay. It makes and me think of uh, patchwork. Yes, very much like that. And so you're collecting cats. Uh, you're trying to get them in, in color groups because you get bonuses for having those groups together. Um, and then they go basically on your board if you can place them in certain ways. Um, there's some feeding of the cats. There's uh, places on your map that you may want to cover. Places you may not want to cover because there's very varying objectives. Really, really cool looking game. Getting a lot of really good press from this as well. I love the style of art. The cats almost are like foxes, the way they're designed. They're very, like, lengthy, and they look mischievous, and they barely fit into spots because of the way they're designed. Like you said, like Tetris pieces almost. If they're it, sprawled out in really crazy ways. I mean, that, and that's a cat. Like, a cat can fit into, if, it, if, if, if I fits, I sits, basically. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, looking through the components, and I normally hate painted meeples. I don't like them. <laughs> I know. But? It's not super positive, but these cat meeples are painted in a very unique way that they are cool. It's, I it's really a, want them. They're now. not super, super <laughs> detailed, but they are, like, the way they did detail them are really nice. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I want them. And they got wooden fish. Wooden fish. Yeah, there's tons of really good components in this. The, the tiles are, you know, good-sized tiles, uh, lots of cool little, like, cat meeples. Uh, there's a special one that's for uh, each clan, each cat clan, if you will, that has the special designs on it. Um, they've been crushing tons of different uh, stretch goals uh, so far. The base price on this one is 63. Uh, they've they're at 248k of their 18k goal, Ooh, with, crushed uh, it. <laughs> with over 3,000 backers. So wow, yeah. I, was, I have a feeling that Rev from uh, the regular Geek Nation is going to really really like this. Rev loves cats, and if you love cats, I have a little something for you. This if ends you, on July 25th, so uh, check this one out. Yeah, if you guys do love cats, type Tabby Cat into your Google Chrome. It's an extension, and what it does is every time you open a new web browser, it opens a new cat. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's like a it, it's like spicy cat, icy hot cat, cool cat, and I'm Sounds not like kidding you. like a virus. Oh, <laughs> it is incredible. I am not a huge cat fan. I mean, I like cats, but I'm not, I'm more of a dog person. But when I saw this tabby cat, I'm like, this is genius. You can open up your tab, and every time you do it, gives you a new cat. I, this is brilliant. <laughs> so you can enjoy that. <laughs> Uh, well, next up is Shovel Knight Dungeon Duels by Panda Cult Games. Shovel or shovel? Shovel okay. Knight. Like digging uh, a hole. Like the, uh, the indie game, uh, video game, Shovel Knight. Oh. Where oh, your knight actually has a shovel as a weapon. He's got demon horns, too. <laughs> He's got, yeah, just big giant horns on his oh, helmet. I feel like they're more like the Viking, you know, rah, horns. Anyways. Uh, it's a competitive side-scrolling miniature board game where players are going to be competing uh, against each other uh, with their different colored knights, and they're going to be battling monsters as well as each other. You're trying to basically be the best shovel knight by acquiring uh, treasure and getting points and things like that. Oh, you said competitive side-scrolling shoveling miniature. <laughs> Say that three <laughs> times fast, Marie. Shot. I, I missed no, it. No, please don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is based off of the video game. Uh, so there's, they're pulling art directly from that. Yeah, the it's all 8-bit. Amazing. Oh. The art's 8-bit style, like uh, original Legend of Zelda. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, the, the art on the box doesn't look 8-bit, but everything else does. Right. 
Yeah, the minis in this are super crazy, super good. Uh, the big boss minis are just awesome looking. Uh, tons of really cool stuff that they've got in this. They have a really high uh, goal that they're trying to reach in order to have all this cool stuff in there, which is 80K. They're currently at about 41 of that. So they've got some, uh, some time to go. Uh, this ends on July 27th, so you're definitely going to want to get in there and check this out. And uh, I think this is one that people are really going to dig. If if you like that style of game, um, if you like minis, if you like Shovel Knight the board game, or Shovel Knight the video game, which is amazing, definitely check this out for sure. The idea of a Shovel Knight reminds me of Mystery Men <laughs> so much. <laughs> I am the shoveler. Last up, uh, this is one that is going to get a lot of press when it finally uh, hits everybody's tables. This is the, the Dwellings of Eldervale by Breaking Games. I see one picture for this game and I'm already sold. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at one of the meeples and I'm already sold. Right? <laughs> Scroll down, Joe. <laughs> the Quickstarter itself is literally jumping as we are talking about this. <laughs> uh, so in Dwellings of Eldervale, this is worker placement, tableau building, uh, you've got variable player powers, you have a modular board, there's area control, you've got custom meeples, uh, there's dice, and there's tons of minis. All the stuff that makes everybody super excited. I scrolled down and saw the meeple. <laughs> Banky, I'm sold. Yeah. My favorite thing is this is a quote from Tom Vassell who says, Dwellings has a lot of great mechanism in it with cool worker placement and blah, blah, blah. I got to control a giant monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like most people are going to be sold on that. Yeah, the art in this is just amazing. It looks ah. so good. Uh, there's so much stuff that you can do in this game. Uh, definitely a gamer style game. And uh, all the big people that have been uh, reviewing this and checking this out have been giving it super high marks. And uh, what's the goal on this? So the goal is uh, 80K. Mm-hmm. They're at 276. K. With uh, almost 3,000 backers. Wow. So yeah. they've been crushing all kinds of different stretch goals. Um, in the game, they <laughs> I love this, uh, there are these player trays. And the player trays are all custom formed. So you aren't going to have to put your stuff together in any specific way. Basically, you put it in these trays, and that's how it's going to go in the box. Are oh, those the nice. game trays? Game trays, game yeah, trays exactly. They, they do... They, they have a website you can buy a lot of pre-done stuff, pre-done stuff, but they've been lately doing game trays for, for like, Max vs. Minions, the upcoming Eclipse Second Dawn for the Galaxy, uh, and now in this. The game trays are great. They have not only one board, but also a hexagon board that comes along with the game as well. So they cover both of the bases, guys. They got the squares <laughs> and the hexes. <laughs> they said, why Why choose one when you can do both? There's a solo play element, if that's uh, something that you're interested in. So that's you know there for people. Uh, if you go for the deluxe game, then there's some extra minis that you're going to get for monsters that you can fight in the game, along with metal coins, uh, wood resources as an upgrade. Uh, if you go for the legendary version, then you get even more monsters with these you know crazy abilities. And I love this. If you go for the legendary and get these special monsters, they actually come with sound bases that play two different sounds. So your monsters are going to make literal sound. That's awesome. What? And I mean, the, the monsters, I mean, I see a hippogriff, I see a dragon, I see a giant demon. I... <laughs> Elementals. There's a there's a giant sea monster. Yeah, there's so much cool stuff in this. Um, it's a little bit of a pricier game. Uh, it's sixty nine for the base game. 
still, 69 for the base game includes the uh, the game trays, which is pretty awesome. That's wow. a decent price. Yeah, and if you look at the components real quick, that's a, there's a lot of components. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, if you go for the, the $99 uh, deluxe pledge, that's where you get some of the extra minis. And then uh, it's 139 for the legendary, which gets you the, uh, the monsters and their talking bases, their sound-creating bases. Which I feel like at this point, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> this game is like definitely going to be in the hotness for sure. And uh, if you're one of the people that wants to be playing the game that everybody is going to be talking about, this is the one for sure. Well, thanks, Sean. Um, before we go, I do have one meme. Memes, memes got, for got, us! I'm going to do one because we really got to go. All right. What's your one <coughs> awesome meme of the day, Vicky? All right. It was a conversation. It says, when I was in high school, my AP English teacher told us we weren't allowed to eat in class. So I took that as a personal challenge to see what the most ridiculous thing I could eat in class without getting caught was. So I started bringing soup to class. And as soon as I'd crack the lid of my thermos, the tiniest bit, like just a little bit crack. uh, This football player that sat like three rows in front of me was like, I smell meat. Someone has soup. And no one ever believed him. It's like football player has plus two to perception and negative two to charisma. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine just like. Hey, I've been sitting in math class and smelled some soup and been like, damn, <laughs> I'm I, hungry. When I sell, smell soup in a weird place, I immediately think it's a fart oh. and I get scared and I stop smelling. <laughs> this is how I know I've been playing board games too long. When you started to tell that meme. I was thinking, why was there a teacher analysis paralysis? That's what I was wow. thinking too. <laughs> You said AP. I know. <laughs> I have a question. Who smells meat and says there must be soup? <laughs> the football player. I mean, I guess maybe it's a maybe it's a chunky, you know, beef right? hamburger soup yeah, or something. <laughs> I say whenever I smell food, I go, "Is that pizza?" <laughs> I play the game. Is it fart or food? Because it's like I don't want to inhale too much in case it's fart. a fart. No, there's a game for you. <laughs> it's a game, and someone I actually recently told. Uh, Joey's sister about this game. She's like, I've never heard this game before. I'm like, it's a dumb game. I play myself. Yeah. I made it up. It's I not a like fun game. There's no winners. I feel like you need to eat at better restaurants. Yeah. Or you eat too many eggs. One of the two. Or I, I just know too many people that, you know, their farts smell like beef stroganoff. I don't know. Oh, oh now I won't. No. no. I'm out. No. Damn it. Well, on that note, hopefully you go get some pizza today and not some eggs. Uh, Josh, take us away. Play nice.